everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Pod on You Loons. I am Justin. I'm Sam. We can pod on with the loons. Pod on You Loons. This is James. How are we feeling, guys? How are I you mean, feeling? I'm I'm feeling okay. Yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm going to see you guys next week. That's yeah. uh, That's exciting. I'm excited. A week from Wednesday, you land. It's going to be good times. Yeah. I think I start flying at like 3 a.m. your time or something. So it's going to be good fun. But we, oh, uh, what's up? We got a, we got a, we got a guest pod, guest on the pod right now. You say night, night. Say night, night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Ooh, fart noises. That's a kind classic. Of, but not really working all right <laughs> night night hugs it's a classic opening yeah that's how the loons make me feel too <laughs> yeah that's how chelsea makes sam feel too don't worry <laughs> that's how arsenal makes you feel oh god yeah yeah for those that don't know uh if you don't check the premier league table regularly we just lost two nil to newcastle and basically scuffed all chance we had at the champions league while simultaneously putting Chelsea through, even though they probably would have made it anyway. Yeah, that happened. And you gave me ass about Chelsea knowing that. Yeah. Yeah, because you lost the FA Cup final. That's why I gave you a about it. Oh, you lost... The, sorry, let me rephrase that. You lost the men's FA Cup final. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the women's got that one. Actually, the Chelsea women were the only team I followed that had any anything going for him this week <laughs> the bucks lost right the wild were already out the bucks lost chelsea lost uh, the loon the loons won on wednesday though right like we got it we got it yeah there's a yes. win wait wait did there's we win, win on thursday or th- no uh yes we won on thursday <laughs> the game started on wednesday <laughs> we started on thursday <laughs> <laughs> yeah the best game ever i mean okay. the liverpool oh. quad is still alive the Liverpool yeah. quadruple could still happen. Needs a lot of help. If they win, they'll be one point behind Man City uh, in the final game, and Man City play Aston Villa. So, Steven Gerrard, yeah, Aston Villa, Aston Villa, Aston Villa needs Ooh. to uh, produce something. Ooh, that's a storyline I wasn't thinking of. Right? Is he going to will his team to victory? I don't know. It yeah. could happen. Well, yeah, because he never won the league with when he was actually with Liverpool. So now he has to win the league for Liverpool. Yeah, that'd be something. That is a story. Do you build a? He'll he'll probably have a statue if that's a thing. Uh, but like maybe you know, could there be a statue of him as the Aston Villa coach winning the game? Like, is that something they do? No, probably not. Probably. I mean, not. that would be awesome. I think at least a bar should have a mural if that happens. Yeah, there you go. Like he's owed at least that. How's the week been going for you guys besides sports? It's nice weather here. Yeah, we we've had some beautiful weather here, actually. Like not like nice and warm, like very humid, actually. We had a thunderstorm today twice. Uh <laughs> like six hours apart. So no, it's been uh, it's been real good. My um I've also been dealing with the fact that uh, Lizzie, my dog, just turned one. Wow. Happy birthday, Lizzie. Yeah. That went and, fast. Wow. Yeah. And uh, has decided to um, start doing that womanly thing. So now I just have random blood all over my floor occasionally, which is uh, oh. going well. You're not, you're not getting her fixed? 
Yeah, we will, but she like has to go through this thing first. Gotcha. This thing, a period. Fun. Let's let's not hide what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tried to put like uh, like dog, th- like nappies, basically dog pet things on her, but she was like, no, <laughs> and ripped it off in like one minute. What is this? Yeah. What, get, are, what are you What are you doing with me? Get this off me. So <laughs> we uh, we no longer take her to the dog park for the next like three weeks because there's far too many male dogs. So uh, yeah, she's just quite tired all the time, eating. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, well, good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, it's It's been a fun week for me. My wife, her birthday was last Friday. We did happy a little birthday, staycation. Yeah, yeah, we did a staycation birthday. in Minneapolis. We stayed at the Hewing Hotel, which is this gorgeous hotel with a great rooftop bar with a, with a view of the, the city. So that was fun. We went to Spoon and Stable, which is this bougie French restaurant that we Ooh. love to Ooh. spend a ton of money at on our birthdays because... My birthday is on is tomorrow, so happy birthday, Justin! I, I did not realize yeah. that. Hey, happy birthday, Justin! Yeah. So Michelle's birthday is on the thirteenth. Mine is on the seventeenth. So we we kind of have a birthday week that we celebrate together. So see, technically, yeah, it's it's already your birthday here. So yeah, happy birthday! Yeah. So thank the you. other day we because Michelle on her birthday invited everyone out to happy hour. Oh, yeah, at, that's right. <laughs> that happened too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bauhaus, am I yeah. thinking right? Bauhaus, yeah, Bauhaus, nice. So we it went was there night for that. It was great. Yeah, I, I brought the kids. It was a good time. We wished her happy birthday, but we didn't wish you happy birthday. I had no idea it was your birthday coming up. So it was. It's her thirtieth birthday. So ah, I I didn't want to co-opt her special day, but yeah, it was it was it was kind of both of our birthday celebration, but more so emphasis on her. We'll celebrate next week. Okay. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Well, cool guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I really have anything other than, you know, I've I've been trying to be a better suburban dad by uh, making my yard look better, and I have this. It's called ornamental grass, and the entire time we've lived in this house, so we just hit our four year anniversary in this house. The entire time we lived in this house, I always thought that the ornamental grass was. Like, I just needed to figure out how to clean it up a little bit. It, it was, like, tall. It kind of looked like wheat. It looked very unkept the past four years. And keep in mind, I moved in and it looked like this. And I didn't realize it's been dead the entire time. So I've, I've had this, like, three-foot-tall ornamental grass in my yard for everyone to see. <laughs> I thought I just wasn't doing a good job, like, cleaning it up. But it's been dead the entire time. How did you find that out? My next door neighbor, who is really good at gardening, finally told me. So yeah, your uh, your grass is dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were you both standing with your hands on your hips while you looked at it? Yeah. Well, that's like, a we dead grass over some, there. Sam. That's dead, Sam. <laughs> it's dead. We're talking Jim. about some other stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, do you have any tips for cleaning that up a little bit?" I was like, "I took the rake through it like a giant comb." He's like, "Yeah, that's dead." I'm like. <laughs> Well, and it, it sucks because it like where it is in my yard, he can see it from basically any angle in his yard. I can only see it if I'm like looking for it. It's in like the back corner of my yard. Didn't really bother me much these past four years, but it probably looked awful to him. He's like, this guy hasn't cleaned his dead grass for four years. And you're like, can you give me any tips? And the guy's like, 
He doesn't even know it's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Thought process. (laughs) He just thinks, like, you're just being a dick, but actually you're just totally ignorant to what's going on. But it's like a lot of people have been here before, and no one said it. Everyone's just too Minnesotan about it. Everyone's like, oh, he knows, right? Yeah, you need some Dutch people over there. They'll give it to you straight. They'll be like, your grass is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Including Justin, you've been at my house. You've seen my dead grass. Listen, I don't know much about grass. I mean, we we the grass came back this year and we didn't know, but but when the dogs pee on your grass, it kills it. So my yard is just littered with with dead spots that and we we were unaware. So now we're doing some uh some maintenance trying to grow a, some grass back. Do you have a male or a female dog? I can't remember. Female dog. Yeah. Yeah. Female female dog pee is uh acidic in most cases. So I had the same when we had uh, female German shepherds growing up. There was uh, a lot of dead grass in the backyard. All right. Well, let's get on to the Minnesota United. We have some good things to talk about. Oh, we got, right, coming up, Everton's coming to town, July 20th. Yeah, championship side Everton coming to town. Yeah. Hey, I mean, whoa, right whoa, now whoa. they're above Leeds, so. Well, Arsenal, Arsenal, could still, Arsenal could still mess this up and have Everton beat them, and then Everton would definitely make it, right? Oh, that's okay. All right. So there's a lot of pot on you loons interest in the Everton game. You know what? I'm just I'm just hoping that Burnley continues to be trash, to be honest. So that's all you need is Burnley to continue to be trash and then you're good? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the problem for Leeds is they've played one more game than Burnley and Everton, and Everton is one point ahead and Burnley is one point behind. And and we have we have the worst goal differential ever. It's like uh there, there's some crazy stats that were thrown out. Like it's, uh, it'll be the most if they stay up, it'll be the most goals conceded a team has ever given up and still been, you know, stayed up. Yeah, you- and they also are the first team in the Premier League to ever have a hundred yellow cards. Yeah, both great stats. I hope Leeds stay up. Leeds is a big historic club. It's been fun having them there. I love that Chelsea fans call them dirty Leeds. I, I understand that there's some historical beef and I've looked into it. I don't totally understand the name Dirty Leeds, but I love it. Every time we play them, I'm like, ah, Dirty Leeds. It's great. I love saying that. I hope Leeds stays up. I'm cheering for you, Justin. But, I hope so too. But look, if they don't stay up, it's all good. Justin's already got his Liverpool shirt, his second team yeah. locked in. <laughs> yeah. Now, hold on. You don't get to do that and have us not give you ass about it. No, I, I, you can, I'm a hundred percent. You know what? You know what? I'm loud and proud. You know, it's, <laughs> He's like, I, it started I, with you know, an L and, it, and it's a good, it's a good thing for us to talk about on the podcast about the Minnesota loons who are currently on a three game skid. Oh, what? Did you buy a Seattle Jersey? No, 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 it's not that. It's just, it's just that as, as a Minnesota sports fan, I give permission to all our listeners out there. If you're given the opportunity to front run, do it because I haven't talked about it a lot on this podcast, but I have, you know, in, uh, I think it was like January, my cousin, my cousin watched, uh, Ted Lasso and was like, Hey, I want to get into the premier league. Help me pick out a team. And I, first away, first off, I was like, you got to pick a top four team. Don't yeah, you get one also, shot of this. You get one. He's also a Minnesota sports fan. So I was like, pick a top four team, pick a winner. And he lives in Des Moines. So I said, find, like, does Des Moines have a supporters club for somebody? And theirs was Liverpool. Like, they have a huge, huge contingent of fans. So since January, I've been cheering on Liverpool with him. 
And it, it has been delightful because they are unstoppable. So I will be, you know what, anybody out there, if you're a Minnesota sports fan, we've been through a lot of hurt. The Wolves just lost in the first round of the playoffs. The Wild just did. You know, who knows when we're going to have a championship. But I have watched two trophies get lifted since January. So I am, I'm enjoying it. And I'm, I'm not afraid to say that I am a bandwagon fan. And Leeds is my team. But, man, I've enjoyed watching Liverpool. Fair enough. I mean, that was the thing. Like, you guys shared the tweet earlier in the week, like, 30 years. I was like, that was... I was like, okay, so I was born and basically Minnesota didn't win anything after that, like, the entire time. <laughs> yeah, winning is fun. Zip. Yeah. Winning is fun. Unfortunately, Perth, I wish Perth I wish Glory, my teams would do it more. Perth Glory finished bottom of the table, so that was terrible this season. My team's been having a rough trot. At least Arsenal are top five. Like, that's... Yeah, I, I was going to say, Arsenal's doing better than I thought they would. Yeah, we're going back to Europe. Like, we're locked in. We're, we're, we're at least finishing fifth. Like, we can't be caught. So, best we can do is fourth, and Spurs have to really Spurs against Aston Villa, just like we Which, did against Newcastle. That's the kind of thing that Spurs does, so... Yeah, there's still hope. Hope. There we go. So, you both are, you both are rooting for Aston Villa coming up. Yeah. Although Tottenham need to, to lose. Um, because if they draw, their goal difference is plus 15 over us. So we have to score like a record-breaking 16 goals against Everton, which I'm sure Justin would like because that would nuke their goal difference. That would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, Everton are coming Wednesday, 20th of July. Yeah, Frank Lampard could could be there, assuming that he survives. <laughs> I mean, I, I would assume that they would give him some time. He came in midseason, but that would be cool. I, you know, that episode, I think two episodes ago, I was talking about these friendlies, and I'm not super interested in them. I, I think I'd rather go to just a regular MLS game for Minnesota United rather than a friendly, but Everton, that's a big club. That's a really big club to be coming in. I guess Aston Villa's come in before, but Aston Villa's been... They've had a down decade where Everton has usually, you know, not so much this year, but usually Everton is like that consensus number seven Premier League side. And I don't know, that that's a really big club to have come in. I find that intriguing. I think Plus, be- we, have a, we have a lot of Minnesota-based Everton fans. Jeremy Rushing... I think MJ from the Daves I know. I think he's a Everton guy. Sorry, MJ, if I'm wrong. I think uh, MNUFC News is an Everton fan as well. Yeah, you see a lot of it. So good for you guys. That'll be fun for you guys to have your Premier League team coming in for a friendly. Obviously, Adrian Heath made a name for himself playing for Everton as well. Let's talk about the training room. Oh, so Michael Boxall. What I miss? Sorry, I I caught out wrong. I think MNUFC is a Tottenham fan because I keep seeing retweeting Spurs things. So, my bad. There is one of those like one of those accounts that just says Minnesota United Loons News or something like that. There is one of them that is an Everton fan. I think it's one of the newer ones. Yeah, I think this person like only recently followed us on Twitter. So, anyway, 
Let's get into the training room. Out this week, Michael Boxall was in the U.S. Open Cup game but missed the Seattle game with an illness. That sucked. Just a week after Robin Lud was out with an illness and maybe Amaria had an illness. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just had a kid. I don't know. Uh, there was something about Amaria and an illness, but he also had a kid, so I don't know what it was. Lud for sure had an illness and now Boxall does. Hopefully they're all good. Still out, of course, would be Metinair with his thigh. Hopefully he's back eventually, but we haven't heard anything about him in a while. Take your time, Roman. Yeah. We can't, Don't we come can't back keep too early. Yeah, we can't keep doing that. Obviously, we had Dotson out for the season. I don't know. Why don't you want to talk about the doubloons? I remember you guys chatting about that in our WhatsApp earlier. Yeah. I've been uh I've been watching the doubloons. Uh, hey, watched- that, that's a team of ours that won. They're fun to watch too. Yeah, and I like we said, I really like the system where there there is a winner. Like there's always three points given out, whether it's two and one or three. There was a one-all uh, draw after regular after regulation against Houston Dynamo two. I believe we went down one nil, and then uh, Azale Jackson scored. Uh, then we won five four on penalty kicks. Uh, Big Fred saved the last PK. Two shootout wins go, in a row. Fred. Go Big Fred. Two shootout wins in a row. And I think <sighs> the Bloons, after starting zero and... Oh, man, it's going to make me look bad. I think we were zero and three or zero and f- two, and now we've, like, won seven on the bounce. Yeah, yeah they're climbing the ladder. Yeah. That that Ozile Jackson goal is real nice, too. So give that a watch, folks, if you can find it. Yeah, forward Madison was kind of a sad game. Like I said, most of my teams lost over the weekend. It was an 0-2 loss at Greenville Triumph on Friday. And then Minneapolis City, right, their squad obviously split between the USL 2 and the NPSL. Well, in the USL 2, it was a 2-2 draw at Peoria City on Saturday. Eli Goldman scored in the 94th minute to equalize, so that had to have been exciting for those who were tuning in. But then... With the NPSL, a 0-2 loss at Duluth, that's not something you're used to seeing. Typically, Minneapolis City just mops it up in the NPSL, but I suppose they're not sending their strongest side that way. They're sending sending the big guys out to the USL too. So, yeah, that, that was something we were not used to seeing, but good for Duluth FC. I know we have some listeners who also support Duluth FC. So, there you go. Yeah, I heard, uh, heard they were making a, uh, a bit of a run, actually, Duluth FC, so good on them. We, yeah. yeah, and I, I think they have really nice support. I think, right, like Minneapolis City has really sort of made a name for itself with being this lower division amateur soccer team that really gets a nice atmosphere going. It, it sounds like Duluth is similar for that, maybe not to the extent of Minneapolis City, but it sounds like Duluth is drawing a nice crowd and that they're doing all doing some really good stuff. I know they got some pretty cool kits as well. So there you go, Duluth. Nice. Yeah, so uh, MNUFC, we had two losses, and then we've had five on the bounce where we've been. Uh, we've had five wins, technically. The, the doubloons? Yeah. Three wins and two draws that turned into shootout wins. All right. Well, thanks for fact-checking that. Guys, we ready for the 2-1 win versus Colorado Rapids? On Wednesday slash Thursday in the round of 32. We ready for that one? 
it was a fun watch. I, I'm obviously broken up between two days, but a fun win, a fun game to watch, uh, some interesting circumstances. Oh, yeah. How was the weather by you, Justin? Uh, it was very windy. I have a big ash, big ash tree. Not, don't <laughs> don't think I say something else, but uh, in my backyard and I was just watching that thing swaying in the wind. Fortunately, our, its root structure is pretty, pretty huge. So it didn't nothing happened to it. But uh, big winds, a little bit of hail. Uh, but yeah, it was it was crazy. Uh, tornado watch, tornado warning. Yeah. I think, Justin, I think like the neighborhoods right between me and Plymouth and you in North Minneapolis, I think a lot of them lost power. Right? Yes. Like Robbinsdale, yeah. Golden Valley. Yeah, not very New far Hope. from us. We saw power trucks the next day. Yeah, a lot of them lost power. So I was wondering if you had lost power, but I guess not. We just had nonstop lightning over in Plymouth. Just nonstop. I, I don't remember it being like that. Yeah, that was nuts. Ever. And then you see the pictures out of Allianz, and it, it, it looked like a swimming pool. I saw Twitter had dubbed it the 10,001st Lake. Yeah, I think that was our buddy PA. Yeah, was, I think that was, that was our one. buddy PA. And I think the U.S. Open Cup broadcast picked up that tweet, didn't realize that that was a tweet from PA. And uh, I think they attributed it to the actual Minnesota United social media account, but it was PA. Maybe maybe we need to get PA on the social media account. Maybe Twitter. he could do our social media account. Twitter takeover. <laughs> PA, open invite to do the pot on you loons social media going forward. I'm done with it. <laughs> well, cool. When do you guys want to run down the lineup? Sure. Yeah, so oh, no, go, go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll do it. That's yeah. fine. No, you yep. guys are both being so Minnesotan about this. <laughs> Hey, I'm uh, so I'm practicing for next so week. So this uh, this elusive three four three that Heath's been talking about for so long finally came into play for real. There was a time where it was like maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, this one was. Uh, so Dane St. Clair was was our goalkeeper, not Dane St. Clair. Ooh, gotta change this. Tyler Miller, Tyler, Tyler. Miller, the Cup goalkeeper. Uh, the back line was Debassi, Kalman, and Boxall. Then our midfield was Fisher, Ariaga, Rosales, and Taylor. So Fisher and Taylor were wingbacks. Uh, and then attacking up front, we had Franco Fragapane, Abu Dunladi, and Adrian Hanu up front. So interesting formation. Uh, some subs. So we had, in the 65th minute, we had a triple sub of Lode for Dunladi, Trap for Fragapane, and Reynoso for Hanu. In the 68th minute, we had Bongi for Fisher. And in the 92nd mi- minute, uh, Kabanguchi came on for Ariaga. Yeah, that that 65th minute screamed of, we want to win this game. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's win this. Yeah, oh, we need to win like. this game. Okay, yeah, let's let's put all the big guns on. And hey, it worked. Yeah, uh, stats. Well, I, I was just going to say, I, I think our substitution strategy, right, because the game was now on Thursday, and right? Like MLS plays over the weekend. So you're losing a day of rest by having this game. We put in our big guns. Colorado took theirs off, at least some of them off. So out of the stats, not a ton of stats for the U S open. We don't get XG for that, but we had possession. Uh, Minnesota United had 58% of the possession to Colorado Rapids, 42. 
For shots on target, we were four for 11. They were four for 10. I mean, yeah, that's about normal for us, right? So, yeah. I wish we were better. Like I was texting you guys a bit earlier in the week uh, when Portland put seven in. Uh, they had eight shots. Uh, they had 11 shots, eight on target, seven goals. That's that's the kind of efficiency that uh, the Minnesota fans dream of, I think. Would be wonderful, but not where we're at right now. Hey, it's an Open Cup win. I'm excited about it. And, James, it means that yeah. you're going to be landing on Wednesday the 25th. We will have to figure out how you're going to get picked up from the airport. <laughs> and then we will basically take you. Uh, we'll probably take you to, to good old Plymouth. P Vegas, as I like to call it. P Vegas. <laughs> P Vegas. <laughs> oh man! Is everywhere no, I... just get lumped with Vegas? If you guys didn't know, Brisbane in Australia also Bris Vegas because that's the oh, Gold well, Coast. I mean, Plymouth though is. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> hey, we have a Cowboy Jacks. Oh man. <laughs> no, I was kidding. No, like <laughs> I was kidding. My brother went to UW Platteville, and they call Platteville, which is a town of about 10,000 really close to Iowa. Um, they call that P Vegas. It's famous because they have the largest M in, uh, in a hill. It's like the largest M in the world, in the world. Cool. Yeah. It's not very cool. Shout out Platteville. (laughs) Hey, look, Australia does that all the time. Like the big banana, the big shrimp, like, you know, I don't know how you feel. Big Barbie, Barbie. Barbay. The old Barbay, darling. No, um, I don't think so. Do you call it a Barbie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of depressing because the Netherlands doesn't really get enough sun to invest in a proper barbecue. So they have like a takeaway barbecue, which is just a, fo- a, a, a foil tray that you yeah, then I remember do barbecue that in and then could- ditch. In England, you could just go to the store and buy, like, you could just go to Sainsbury's and just buy, like, a little disposable barbecue. It was, like, the weirdest thing. Yep. Yeah. But, All yeah, right. we call we it. Talk- I, I lost the place in the notes. Can one of you guys pick it up? Yeah. So, let's, let's talk about the game, about the game huh? Because yeah. <laughs> this is the win. This is this is, this the, is the one we won. We this is the one we next one. This is the one we want to talk about. So, uh, Abu's opened up scoring in the eighth minute. Eighth minute, folks. Uh, it was, uh, I guess I haven't, I haven't watched this goal back in a, a minute. Cause I've been thinking about losing to Seattle. Uh, but James, you want to, you want to tell us how it looks like you're clicking on the link. Yeah. Talk was, us through this goal. Yeah. It was uh, a word picture assisted by, uh, Franco. So it was a beautiful build up play from, uh, Adriana new and yeah, just kind of a beautiful ball through into the box. Franco, beautiful left foot touch to center it. Dinladi smashes it in the back of the net, and yeah, we're one nil up. I will say this was a very confusing game to wake up to because there was almost no information online about what was actually happening. So I couldn't see the score. Google didn't have what time the match had finished. Like there was really nothing until MNUFC kind of woke up, and then Twitter, you know, Minnesota woke up, and then Twitter started talking about it a little more. It's because we were all in the basement, James. Cut us some slack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It was waking up and just seeing that there was no score on Google and just nothing to tell me what happened. And then working out we were one all was, yeah. 
It's very yeah. weird. I was yeah, like, can so, we win, guys? Did we, what, what happened? <laughs> so we scored in the eighth minute. And then, uh, so get excited, right? Oh, man, out, out the gates real real hot. This isn't like us. Uh, and then Nicholas Mesquita equalized in the 15th minute. Kind of a goofy goal. Uh, there was a PK, not a PK. Uh, there was a free kick that was taken, got deflected, went right back to the guy taking the free kick. He kicks it again, gets deflected again, but it bounces off the wall and goes over the wall to a guy running to the, the far post. It, it looked like a fun a fun pass into the box for a goal. Uh, so they made it 1-1, which that was kind of it for the action, right? Because in the 18th minute, the game was halted for a weather delay in a, a, a lightning and tornado warning, as we talked about before. Crazy storm that night. They decided after, I think, a few hours of kind of waiting and seeing if they were going to play the game, they decided to postpone it until 1 p.m. on Thursday. So the game had started at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, started back up again on one, at 1 p.m. on Thursday, starting where the game left off in the 18th minute. We came close to a second goal in the 59th minute. Ariaga had a nice free kick, but a, a, a great save by the, the Colorado goalkeeper. And then our subs came on, right, as we talked about before. We're trying to make this happen. We're trying to find a way to win this game. Unfortunately, Brett Coleman picked up a second yellow in the 83rd minute to have us go down to 10, yeah. which was, I don't know about you guys, but at that moment, it's like, oh, oh no, here we go. We're down to 10. We've, we've controlled most of this game. Like Sam said, Colorado took off their heavy hitters. We had ours on, but Reynoso doesn't care. He's a honey badger. I said this in the last one, didn't I? He's a honey badger. <laughs> I think he's done this a couple times now where he just dribbles into the box. Every once in a while, we're going to get these beautiful goals by him. Dribbling in the box, finding a way to find the net. Scored a goal in the 87th minute to make it 2-1 loons, assisted by Ariaga, but that doesn't really matter because it was all Ray. And allowed the, the loons to win. Yeah. 2-1. Yeah. Dribble past a couple, slot in, just, Yeah. Can I give a shout out to the people that skipped work to go? I didn't realize this at first, but during like when the game resumed, everyone was in the Wonderwall heckling uh, Colorado's goalkeeper. And then at halftime, because the stadium was pretty empty, they just all moved to the brew hall end and continued to heckle their goalkeeper. That's awesome. Yeah, that was that was solid. so when they did Wonderwall, the team went and took their bow in front of the brew hall. So it was it was the Wonder Hall. So clever play on words there. I thought that was funny. Quality, quality dad joke right there. That, I didn't come up with that. That was another dad that came I'm up sure with that. I'm sure a dad, yes. A dad somewhere <laughs> said that. But hey, hats off to those who were able to skip out on work. I thought I was being a little rebellious, just turning the game on while still working. I also had the game on, actually. It was, uh, it turned out to be a great time for me. It was uh, right in my evening. Uh, Yeah. You had a little happy hour, I bet. Yeah, I was actually uh, streaming at the time. So one monitor just had the loons uh, while I was streaming uh, with the other two monitors. So yeah, it was, uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. So now on the 25th, we get to play Union Omaha, one of the few lower division teams still 
in the tournament. Actually, only three still in the tournament. Union Omaha, the only USL one team, the only third division team still alive. So they got like $25,000 in prize money for that. Well done, Union Omaha. Your Cinderella run is about to end. I believe Sacramento is still in as far as USL championship size. There's one more. There's Louisville City. Louisville, yeah. Did I say that right? Louisville? Um, I think if you're from Kentucky, you say like Louisville. 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 Yeah. Well, I was there, so (laughs) So I've been there before. If you're from Minnesota, you say Louisville. (laughs) Louisville. And if you're from England, it's Louisville. No, it's not. It's... But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's, it. that's a nice though. draw. Yeah, really nice draw. Should be an easy Minnesota United win, but you know, because we're a little stitious. Hey, I mean, should be an easy Minnesota United win. I mean, it'd be really cool if I could fly in and then sing Wonderwall like <laughs> straight up. That would be yeah, that'd, that'd be, be nice. But uh, we'll all be there, it's, especially since the game. I mean. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but especially since the MLS game that you're going to is New York City FC. I mean, I, singing Wonderwall at that game would be that would be awesome. But the Union Omaha, right? It just your chance is a little bit higher. Yeah, hopefully I, it's a big crowd we attract that night. Yeah, I'm hoping so. It's uh, it should be good. There's also some really interesting uh, like matchups around uh, the U.S. Open Cup as well. The L.A. is the L.A. Derby as well. Ah, so L.A. Nice. Galaxy playing LAFC. El, El Trafico. El Trafico. I, I love that name. Some of them get pissy about that, but I'm like, guys, just have fun. <laughs> just so just great. Don't like. Don't just be anti-fun. It's El Trafico. Every, that's a great name. Hey, it's better than the nicest rivalry in sports or whatever we have yeah, against um, Sporting Kansas was- City. Mm. So the one thing I don't understand about the the Open Cup is that the the beauty of the FA Cup is that you play teams from all over the country. And I'm assuming this has to do with just how incredibly large America is. Right. Money. All it's over- all about money. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the US Open Cup makes a lot of money, but... All over the country for England is like give or take two hours. Like that's true. You can get like think about all the teams that are based around London and all the teams that are based around Manchester, and what two hours between those two cities, and then halfway in between is like Birmingham and the West Midlands and all that, and all the teams based around there, right? Like way easier to do just random ass draws in England. Fair, yeah. I mean, I, I guess like. It's I experienced this a little. I, I experienced this in like uh, in in. I played D three football and oh. during the during the Here playoff, I played D three football. I mean, that's like there's a movie called D three football that just makes fun of it the whole time. So there's a lot of people that think D three is stupid. Anyway, if you're not in like the highest level where there's a ton of money, where there's incentive to you know like it, or it doesn't really matter. I guess where you put teams. You know, you're always going to think about things regionally. And that's that's what the U.S. Open Com- Cup is, right? Like every time they've redrawn, they're coming up with a region each time, you know, of, of, of who put to put together. Uh, and, and a lot of time it is to limit limit travel, you know, limit how how often teams have to fly or where they have to fly to. 
I know that that's not everything, but I assume that that's a huge part of it, especially for Union Omaha, right? Like they're not going to want to have to charter a plane out to the East Coast. Like they're going to be able to drive a bus up to Minnesota. So, right. Yeah, yeah it was like that when I ran high school cross country too. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's... uh yeah, and, it's just one like, of those things where I think like some of those groups would be way easier than other ones. Yeah, they would they would be. And like let's let's face it, right? Like the US Open Cup hasn't really caught on here. It's caught on it's caught on with some of us that really want it to be what it can be, but it hasn't really caught on. I mean, if you don't have ESPN Plus and you're not a soccer fan, you probably don't even know what it is. And even if you have ESPN Plus, you might not know what it is. And I, I mean, obviously it was on a Wednesday, right? And maybe people were hesitant to go out to the game because it was, you know, because of the weather possibilities. But like there was no one at that game. And like every MLS game, Allianz Field is packed, right? Like that was yeah. other than other than like if it's crappy weather, right? If, if we're playing when it's 30 degrees. Uh, but we we both made note of that. Like it was like, wow, I'm surprised at how few people are at this. I mean, that weather did look like, I mean, that weather was not like, oh, it, it could be bad. It was like, you know, it's going to be bad. I think we'll we'll see how it is for Omaha. I feel like in the, the 2019 Open Cup, I remember like the top section wasn't opened up until, until like the semifinal. I think the semifinal was the first time you, you saw a, a really big crowd, but the season ticket holders they don't get a ticket to the game they have to buy a ticket so i think a lot of season ticket holders decide to just take the night off and watch it from home didn't they say that they're not gonna they're not gonna start selling tickets until the 23rd yeah yeah so like like, two games two days before the game okay yeah i i don't know if it was exactly the 23rd but yeah it's it's late it's late but i'm also not really worried about getting tickets since it didn't fill up before. We'll, we'll get tickets. We're going. I hope Pot on Yulun's Nation is there in attendance. Yeah, come out, people. Come to meet us. Come say hello. You gotta, you gotta see James. Don't worry about Sam and I. Just <laughs> yeah. Come see James. Listen to his voice. Yeah. Meet me in the flesh. Ask you'll him like, to say things. You'll like James Bottle. <laughs> that that's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah. It's gonna be. Oh, you're gonna. You, are you gonna play up your Australianness more than your Englishness? Well, that's every time I just say I'm from Australia, Americans are always like, that's not a knife. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the, the, what did you say earlier, Sam? The Barbie. Barbie. The Barbie. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the Barbie. What? That's what they say there. Yeah. Story the dingo baby. Yeah. It's amazing how many people know about the dingo ate the baby story. Like... <laughs> It's just, it's so bizarre. Like how many people actually, actually know about this or just have heard a dingo ate a baby. And it's like, do dingoes really eat babies? That's like, that's like the kind of mystical thing about Australia is there's so many dangerous animals. People just get fixated. Like can kangaroos really kill you? Yes. Yes, they can very easily. It's not difficult at all. (laughs) Like it's, yeah, that's like the kind of questioning you get when you just go overseas. No, I, I, I can't wait until you land. We're going to listen to Savage Garden and Natalie and Bruglia like the entire time. It's going to be great. Oh, um, yeah. We do have a 
question. We do have a, a couple of questions. So first of all, in hopes of securing some hardware this year, should Heath use optimal lineups in the U.S. Open Cup going forward? Yes. I wouldn't say that Heath used the optimal lineup or initially against Colorado. You yeah. did see he was willing to switch in the big guns when push came to shove, but he did not start the game that way. Is it time to start using the big guns? Why or why not? James, you say yes. Why do you say yes? Well, we actually talked about it on post loons um, because we had someone ask this very question as well. And we basically said, look, like we are kind of underperforming compared to what we think we should be in the MLS. And, you know, I don't, you know, the commentators talked so much about how Seattle season is just starting and the CONCACAF chaps, champs are just going to start their season now, essentially. Like, we, we don't look great, but we have a real chance to win or at least go far in the, the U.S. Open Cup. And winning that, you know, we, we fell short against Atlanta United, but winning that also gets you into CONCACAF. And I think that would be a huge boost if we got into CONCACAF because it's like another level uh, of play and you you kind of get to have experience of playing at those big games. You know, we've been to one Western Conference final and we 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 choked the bed, basically. So it's good to be getting some of those guys some big game experience. And I think we could do that by winning the US Open Cup and then going to CONCACAF. Then we'd be in CONCACAF. We could get concacaf or whoever we were playing could get concacaf I don't know. I never know if it's a good adjective or not. It, it usually is. Con- being concacaf usually involves some S-housery. <laughs> some, yeah, some refereeing questionableness. Yeah. Not necessarily questionableness by the refereeing, just like gamesmanship, things like that. Yeah. All right, Definitely. Justin, what do you got? I, I say yes, and I think Adrian will. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't know about Union Omaha. No offense to them. Yeah, like we might we might see another similar lineup to this, and you know, same thing. You know, have some heavy hitters on the bench. But Heath talks all the time about how he wants to bring trophies to this town, and and to be honest, winning the U.S. Open Cup, at least how it feels right now, this exact moment might be the one thing that could keep him in Minnesota, right? Like if he wins this tournament, which, you know, they are they are not many games away from doing so. It, obviously, it will be difficult, right? They're going to we're going to be playing against some good teams. Uh but this is this is probably his best chance this year to get a trophy. So, I think he's going to take that opportunity. Yeah, I I agree. Probably not winning the supporter shield at this point. I know it's still early in the season. I know things can happen. Supporter shield, probably not happening. So that trophy's out. MLS Cup, right? You make the playoffs and anything can happen. But at this point, right, realistically, probably playing on the road a little bit during that, during those playoffs. So MLS teams typically struggle on the road. I'm not saying an MLS Cup couldn't happen. I'm just saying it's it's an uphill battle for the Loons, especially based on current form. Beat a D3 Union Omaha, and we are in the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open Cup. I mean, you're, you're three games away from a trophy. I, I just, I don't see us, I don't, I just don't see us having 
the same odds in the MLS Cup playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm just trying to be realistic. I think U.S. Open Cup, by far, best shot at a trophy. With that said, I don't necessarily know if I want to go all in against Union Omaha. And I, I think kind of of a hybrid lineup, like maybe give Ray a rest and keep him on the bench and use him if you need him. Give Hanu a run. I, I think a couple of things like that, like those are still very quality players. Keep Tyler Miller in there. I'm, I'm still good with that. But yeah, this is the best shot at the trophy. And I, I would say going forward, right? Going forward, I we're going to play either Houston or SKC and we will be away for that game. I say optimal lineup. Best lineup you have. I don't care who is, uh, I, I don't care who our next opponent is in league play. Optimal lineup for SKC and, or Houston, whoever it is, assuming we get past Union Omaha. So, how do we already know we're the away team? Has that already been drawn? Yes. Yep. They, they drew both. They drew both these next two rounds, the round of 16 and the quarterfinal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. There was, uh, yeah, that's interesting because I, I saw Union Omaha Twitter because Union Omaha, like the team tweeted, all right, guys, it's round of 16 draw time. Who do we want? And the overwhelming response from Union Omaha fans was that they wanted SKC. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of that is probably for travel. I think I, from what I've heard, my brother-in-law lives in Omaha and supports Union Omaha. What he says is that SKC tries to make Omaha part of their market. So SKC markets heavily to Omaha. So there's probably a lot of fan overlap the same way with uh, Minnesota United and, and the Mingos and Madison, the same way there's a lot of fan overlap there. I think Union Omaha and SKC have a lot of fan overlap. Fair enough. But that, was a question. that ain't happening because we got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This will be fine. There was also a question from uh, Dano at F Sharp A Sharp on Twitter. If MNUFC could change one loss into a win, would you rather we won the 2019 US Open Cup final and secured the trophy? Or would you have won the 2020 conference finals versus Seattle in Seattle, but without knowing the result of the final? Yeah, th thanks, Dano. I, I appreciate this question. Thanks for reaching out. I think he's a Tottenham guy, by the way. So, Dan, sorry for any of the Tottenham trashing we've done on this show. Thank you for putting up with us regardless. We we appreciate you. Not going to stop trashing on Tottenham, though. I went back and forth on this one a lot. And now I think I'm just kind of silly. It To me, it's pretty obvious. I would have gone with the U.S. Open Cup win, guaranteeing a trophy, yeah, the spot in the CONCACAF Champions League, which that year would have been two spots in the CONCACAF Champions League because those bastards in Atlanta got to go twice because of yeah. COVID. I'm still not over it. That, that was the dumbest thing ever. And side note, tangent, do you think the do you think U.S. soccer would have just let Minnesota United be in back to back CONCACAF Champions Leagues for no reason whatsoever? Or was that an Atlanta favor? I don't know. Undecided. Undecided. Yeah, we'll never know. But yeah, I would have picked. Yeah, 
you're asking me the question, Dano. I would pick the U.S. Open Cup. Seattle lost um, to Columbus Crew that year after beating us in the Western Conference Final. And just being the conference uh, champions, Seattle was not given a spot in the CONCACAF Champions League. They did get some prize money. They did get some prize money for being Western Conference champions. But I would r- much rather have the trophy, the prize money that comes with it. I think it's like, I think it was like $300,000 for winning the U.S. Open Cup and a spot in the CONCACAF Champions League. I'll take that all day, every day. And it's because, right, like ultimately this team, right, the way we see Minnesota United right now, the Heath era or the Reynoso era, I know Reynoso wasn't there at the time, but however you want to label this team, it's not going to be the same team forever. And I I would love it if this team had a trophy in its legacy. We'll, we'll call it the Heath era. I would love it if the Heath era had a trophy to go with it. I think that was our best shot. What do you guys think? Um, I'm going to be different, and I, I would much rather have won the Western Conference Finals. I mean, obviously winning a trophy is great, but American sports is all about playoffs, and to, to win that would have been huge uh, for this town. I, don't, I, I, I hate to say it, Sam, but no one in Minnesota cared about the U.S. Open Cup Final. It did not make people more interested in this team. You know what did us being in the Western Conference Finals for the MLS Cup? I remember town, the skyline was lit up. Yeah, this town was excited for this team. They actually talked about it on sports radio, which yeah. they still to this day do not do. Right. Uh, they they were excited. The team was bandwagoning, and then they watched them do a Minnesota loss, and you know everyone. Then it was like, oh, here we go again. It's just another Minnesota team, right? So I personally would say just for for the the interest in this team, for American sports fandom, even if we weren't going to win the MLS Cup, I think that that would, have, that would have been huge for this team moving forward. A lot more people, like, you know, it would have been even crazier amount of interest from this, from this state, from you know, people around here in the, in the, the area. So I'm going to say, I'd like to see that Western conference win. No, I, I hear everything you say and I, it makes sense. I, th- I think I'm going to stick by my guns. You're not quite convincing me. I wanted just that trophy. I could have bought a scarf said us open cup champions. I don't know, James, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I can see both points of view, like especially, you know, when you're as starved of success as Minnesota is, getting a trophy just seems real good. Just any trophy you can get your hands on, like if you're definitely going to win it, like go for it. Um, plus, like I said, if we had known back then that we would have got double dip at CONCACAF, I think that would have been insane. Um <laughs> But I also, still think that we wouldn't have gotten double dip. I think they would have made a different decision. <laughs> we could have almost had double dip. Um, but I think, you know, given that we're about to talk about Seattle and and there's some like quite horrifying stats about when we play at Seattle, I think to get a win in the Western Conference Final over Seattle in Seattle would have been like absolutely massive not over not only for that year but like every year 
Yeah, because we wouldn't be we wouldn't be talking over and over again about how they kick our butts. Like we'd be like, well, at least we won in the Western Conference Finals, right? Like, yeah, even if we they won the important one. Like, so yeah, would we wouldn't have hosted either, would we? Would we have hosted that year if we beat Seattle? I don't know, but another element I think, of it. No, I think we would have had to go to Columbus. Another element is we beat Columbus that year in the regular season. So maybe we'd have done better. Who knows? Yeah, I mean. But trophy, trophies are great. Trophies are great, right? It's not a guarantee if you win that Western Conference, but. Yeah, I mean, it. it's definitely one of those things where people remember you winning an MLS much more than you winning a US Open Cup, right? So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, to just touch on Seattle, I mean, we we suck against Seattle in Seattle. Um, yeah. And that's the end of that conversation. Yeah. Moving on to next week. So <laughs> our buddy Cam, our, our buddy Cam couldn't be on the show tonight, but he did leave us a message. Do we want to hear what he had to say? I, I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, man. Like a voicemail? He he left us a voice message. Yeah, he just quickly recorded. How many something. minutes is it? It's a minute fifty. Oh man, that's a lot. Fine, Should, just just get it over with. I mean, I mean, we could we could just pretend that we listened to it. I'll insert it in, and then we offer our commentary after. <laughs> and just and play the thing. I'll I'll just play the thing. All right. Hey, what is up, all you pod on you lunars? This is Cameron, the Seattle guy. I'm sorry. I know I am always present for these episodes between Minnesota and Seattle, but I couldn't be there for this one. So I just wanted to send you a little message, a little message of hope, maybe even. So we all know Seattle won the game three to one, but I spent most of that game thinking it was going to be a tie, 1-1. So uh, definitely, definitely don't get too down. You know, um, we, uh, for one, are in regular season, like mid-season form because we've played so many more games uh, than anyone else because of the 8-10 to 10 games that we played in Champions League, whatever it was. So uh, definitely realize that when your team got tired, it was really our team, the, the endurance we built up over that time, and that was the difference in this game. It wasn't talent. It wasn't coaching decisions. It was the fact that the Sounders were able to endure longer without getting tired, which let them take advantage later on in the match. So uh, keep your head up. Shout out to all the Pod on You Loons listeners. Um, of course, to the hosts, I love you guys, and I'll be back next time. So in the meantime, if you want to hear our breakdown of what happened in the game, you can listen to Sounders Scuttlebutt, the latest episode we talk about it. Um, there's probably a little more glee in it than you would like, so unless you really are glutton for punishment, maybe avoid it, but, uh, you know, download it at least so we get some some extra downloads on that. See you all next time. Bye, everybody. Go Loons. <laughs> and, man... Cam, Cam is, you know what? I'm going to say something right now. Cam is always so kind to us yes. on these episodes. And I appreciate that, Cam. You know, he could he could come on here and just rip us a new one and talk about how they win all the time. But that's kind of what winners do, right? Like, they don't need to, he doesn't need to rub it in. He can just, right. he can show the, show the, the history, right? He can pull up the, 
FB ref head to head and see how terrible we are against that team. Right. Yeah. And 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 we talked about it on on post loons, Jeremy Rushing and I, that actually like we didn't play a bad game. Like the first half First half was great. Well, first half we were incredible. We took a one nil lead. We looked fantastic. Like we we were just we looked really on fire. Uh and like we were great. And then the second half, if you see the XG chart, basically as soon as the second half started, Seattle just spiked upwards and then never, never stopped going up. Whereas we just kind of like petered out. So we didn't play an amazing second half. And in the end, you know, it was one all for a while after that penalty. And then, you know, just a, a couple of really, really great goals to, to beat us. But we, we definitely we definitely didn't look terrible there are there are positives to take away there's obviously negatives there's obviously the third time we've given up a lead in seattle in seven games the fourth time they've scored three or more goals against us in seattle like there's there's plenty of negatives in there but like i said first half we we looked really good and then it just kind of fell apart in the second half yeah and like a Christian Roldan banger to end all bangers puts him in the lead. And it's like, okay, already Seattle away. I know we, we had at least one person text us like, oh, okay, I'm officially done with Heath. I don't think that Seattle away is the game to be officially done with Heath because honestly, that's a game where you would have been psyched with a draw. If we would have drawn... That would have been our first point out of Lumen Field ever. Like, let's face it. We would have been psyched with that. Let's face it. Seattle is where we want to be. So my opinion on the season wasn't going to change whether whether we lost this game or not. I am, right, I am frustrated with how the season is going. Don't get me wrong. I am, my, my patience is growing thin. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it wasn't that bad. I think... I think it's just disappointing coming off the heels of a bad game against Cincinnati. And I I think it also just is so disappointing that once again, the loons find themselves in a situation where they need to score. And you just, as a fan, you're just like, I've been there, done that. Like Seattle takes the lead. We're not catching them. The time was there. Right, the game wasn't over. I would hope that none of the players felt that the game was over. But for us fans, we've seen this just too many times. We've seen them struggle to score. And I just I didn't think it was happening. Yeah. Same old. Yeah, we probably do we even need to talk more about the game? I don't know. I think I think it's been a long show already. Yeah. And I, I went kind of ham on the, the the next up because we got some we got some big games on the horizon, friends. Big games. Okay, well go ham then. So I guess first we gotta talk about the table. Womp womp. Uh, we dropped to tenth place. Uh, so we have 14 points and we have a familiar zero goal differential. So no no uh, point for all my Eurovision yep. fans out there. No point. As it was, as it was also on Saturday. I have no yeah, idea what ba- you're talking about. 
Uh, go watch Eurovision on Netflix. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I saw that one with the play a uh, ding dong, play a uh, ding dong. <laughs> I was going to try to remember the name of the song. Uh, Forward Madison so- will play that song if they ever win at home. Now, I don't even remember the last time they won at home. So it's been a long time since they've played <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, Ding Dong. <laughs> you know what? Funnily enough, Eurovision fan, I've never seen that movie because I'm always just like, what have they done to it? <laughs> it's a good Will. It's Will Ferrell being funny. It's uh, you, give it yeah. a shot. It was a free because it was just on Netflix. It was a free Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams movie. And it wasn't bad. Yeah, it, it was a good time. It's not Anchorman, but it's also not Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it so was in Sherlock Holmes? Oh, is that the no, newest one? No, yeah. Oh. Which, yeah, with, with John C. Riley, I had high hopes. I never even watched it because it, it got like a one per, 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. No, watch uh, Eurovision. It's good. So anyway, we have we have two games this week, two league games against high quality competition on Wednesday, May 18th at 7 p.m. Central Time. We're going to be versus L.A. Galaxy at home. I'm going to be there. Birthday present from the wife. Uh, L.A. Galaxy is in fourth place with 19 points. We played them three times in 2021. We got one win, one drawn, one loss. Overall, they kick our butts kind of like. Kind of like Seattle, that's the only win we've had against them in nine games. Uh, so we'll see what happens. The return of Chase Gasper, he comes home. Maybe we'll see a tribute on the board, I assume so. Uh, he's played two games for LA Galaxy and has a yellow card already. Maybe we'll see him get a yellow card against us like old times. Oh, I hope he but, does uh, that just to like pay tribute. <laughs> pay tribute to his good times here. For the memes. Yeah. Which player uh, so, do you want him to just tackle? <laughs> he goes right for Kamar. Just goes right at Kamar Lawrence. They're on opposite sides of the field, but he doesn't even care. If anyone says Renoso, oh, we're going to have words. Oh, yeah. Uh, so notable players from them, if you, if you care about this, they got Chicharito. They got Douglas Costa. Douglas Costa, is he, is he was he good? I can't even. It says he played for Juventus, Bayern Munich. James, you know probably better than I do. Is he good? Uh, I mean, I I don't super know the name, uh, but yeah, if you've played for Juventus and 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 Bayern München, then yeah, you're probably fairly decent. Yeah, he had a really fun goal uh, in their their three one loss to our our next opponent, FC Dallas, this past weekend. Check that one out; it's nice. Free uh, kick, right? Yeah, yeah, free kick. So that's the second game we play. So uh, we play LA Galaxy on Wednesday. Sunday, we'll go to FC Dallas at 6 p.m. Central. FC Dallas is good again. They are in second place with 22 points. They are one win away from equalizing their 2021 total. So good on them. Uh, we played them three times last year. We had one win, two draws. Overall, we play them pretty evenly. Five wins, two draws, and five losses. They have some some notable players that are good. Uh, Paul Ariola, great last name, twenty uh, seven year old UNS men's national team winger. He was uh, he was acquired from DC United for a whole lot of monopoly money, two million dollars in gam. That's oh my uh, god, that, that's a lot of gam. 
That's a lot of gam. I didn't even know gam there was out. that much gam. Gam. <laughs> gam. Gam. Nice. Uh, so he he's the he's the guy. A little gam. Him him and Kellen Acosta. It was the big story in the offseason that both of them wanted to get out of the MLS because they felt like they weren't getting enough they weren't getting enough play for the men's national team because they were MLS guys. Uh, he spent some time in Swansea City. Uh, last year on loan before he got hurt. We need to stop uh, but, sending Americans to Swansea City because they just get hurt. <laughs> uh, he has he has three goals and two assists for them in ten games. But the bigger the bigger guy for them, and hopefully he does not add to this total. But uh, they have Jesus Ferreira, who is twenty one years old. He's a U.S. Men's National Team striker. He's I don't know if he's the first homegrown DP, uh, but he came up through the FC Dallas system has become a really good player. He has nine goals in 11 games. He's currently leading the MLS in goals scored. So hopefully hopefully he doesn't add to that total against us. But uh, two big, big games coming up. Uh, hopefully we can we can come on next week and talk about uh, some wins, maybe. A, a win and a draw. Hopefully some points. Uh, but again, we're trying to measure ourselves against the best teams in the West. And these two teams are currently right up there. So... Let's see if we can do something good. Yeah. Good stuff is good. We got anything else we want to get at today, guys? Yeah. I got uh, I got one more piece of news that was uh, it's, it's hot, fresh, Uh-oh. fresh hot. off the press. Uh-oh. Uh, no, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, Boxy has been included in New Zealand's 26-man squad for their World Cup intercontinental playoff matchup with Costa Rica. Yeah. Match takes place June 14th in Qatar. This isn't uh, great news. He's going to miss time. I mean, good for Boxy, but... But, I mean, I don't even think we have any games. Oh, that would be great That's like news, then. During our break. Is that, is that the time where we have just like a month off? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, and then uh, the winner of that game goes to the World Cup. So he has a chance to make the World Cup. So we're going to be cheering on the M- Matildas? No, that's Australia. Oh. What's what are they? Matildas what are, are like the Australian <laughs> female team. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Uh, all Blacks? Are, are they the All Blacks? No, no, or, they're the All Whites. Remember, because oh, the All Whites, things, right? Yeah, pe- yeah, people were in a hizzy about that. Canceled? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I'm sorry, Australia women. I, my bad. Not the All Blacks either. That's rugby. Yeah, uh, the uh, the old whites. So, was there yeah, ever a, a second season of Tiger King? Like, if we're gonna have a break from soccer and there's no European soccer, like, should we watch? There the is second a second season? season. Did you watch it? I have not watched it. I've, I've watched it. This is a yeah. role reversal because I never watched the first one when <laughs> you guys were in on this. But no, I've watched the second one. It's weird, man. Like, uh, we watched it like we watched season one and two like basically back to back, and. I was just sitting there half the time, just majorly confused about everything that was going on. I just, can't imagine watching the first one when it wasn't in the middle of the COVID lockdown. Like when you were in the middle of the COVID lockdown, we've said this before, it was exactly what you needed. It made it made yeah. just everything it, better. But this was just weird. <laughs> you you watched it when there were other things to do by choice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, I had to get on. I had to get on the tiger train. Um, but yeah, Justin was, and I, it will be summertime. I'm gonna be a little busy though yeah, at that point. Right. So, all right, I get. True. Yeah, 
Which we'll, so they, we'll they let you make that announcement later. Yeah, we we could talk about we'll, that. We'll later. let we'll let you share your summer plans when we get there. <laughs> he, he will he will miss a club friendly when we place when we play uh, Paderborn Paderborn. We play on like the twelfth of June. Hmm. Okay. Then we have New England on the twentieth of June. So he might miss that. He might be back in time for that. He should be back in time for that. But yeah, good luck, Boxy. Hey, Boxy. All right. Are we ready to peace out and pot on Elunes? Yeah. So? Hope, guys, I appreciate hanging out and talking with you guys. And, and people keep listening to us. Yeah. You know, we're, we're a good time. We're a good, nice. time. we're a good time. We got, we got one more. We got one more pod before I'm off to America. So Yeah, and then we're all going to be, the next time we, we tape one, we'll be in the same room together. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone will be really confused as to why our quality has gone down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll meet Justin for the first time. It'll be great. Why don't we just all bring our laptops and sit in separate rooms in the same house and just, you know. You you want me to bring this boom microphone? (laughs) Just pack it in the suitcase. Very cool. Brilliant. All right, guys. Peace out and pot on your loons. Pot on your loons. Peace out. Pot on your loons. Peace. Peace.